Oh, hello. There we are. Good morning. Let me just uh, tag a few people. Good to see you all this morning. Weather report. Looking pretty good, actually. There's breaks in the cloud and there's lovely blue sky. Which is great. Hey, morning names. Good to see ya. Morning Halls. Good to see you. Oh. Is it all blurry? Oh, interesting. There we are. Hopefully that's better. Oh, it's a weird one. Morning, Sarah. Morning, Hannah. Good to see you. Woohoo. Morning, Mal and the girls. Yeah, there we are, in focus now. Right. Okay. We're in Exodus chapter 22. And I can sum up where we've been with this. That <clears throat> they were slaves in Egypt. They've been rescued with the, the mighty hand of the living God. Morning, Lou. Nice to see you. And, yeah, they've been rescued, they've come through the Red Sea, come to Mount Sinai, been given the Ten Commandments, and now, like, chapter tw 21 to 23, I think it is, is the Sur on the Mount. That's what this is. This is to the people who have been redeemed about how to live. Um, yeah, which is going to be cool. And so that... Um, the grace of God that they've experienced should filter into every single part of life. Morning to you. Good to see you. Right. Yeah. So Exodus 22 to 24. <clears throat> so we're averaging, aren't we? Three chapters a day. Which is cool. Oh, there we are. It's Monday. It is Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. Right. Almost time. I do wonder what people have for breakfast. I'll just pop back after this and have breakfast. But morning, Obuz. Yay. Nice to see you. Okay, here we go. Exodus 22. <clears throat> so this is like the Sermon on the Mount. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it, he must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four sheep for the sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, the defender is not guilty of bloodshed. But if it happens after sunrise, he is guilty of bloodshed. A thief must certainly make restitution. But if he has nothing, he must be sold to pay for his theft. 
If the stolen animal is found alive in his possession, whether ox or donkey or sheep, he must pay back double. If a man grazes his livestock in a field or vineyard and lets them stray and they graze in another man's field, he must make restitution from the best of his own field or vineyard. If a fire breaks out and spreads into thorn bushes so that it burns shocks of grain or standing corn or a whole field, the one who started the fire must make restitution. If a man gives his neighbour silver or goods for safekeeping and they are stolen from the neighbour's house, the thief, if he is caught, must pay back double. But if the thief, uh, sorry, the thief is not found, the owner of the house must appear before the judges to determine whether he has laid his hands on the other man's property. In all cases of illegal possession of an ox, a donkey, a sheep, a garment, or any other lost property about which somebody says, this is mine, both parties are to bring their cases before the judges. The one whom the judges declare guilty must pay back double to his neighbor. If a man gives a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or any other animal to his neighbor for safekeeping, and it dies or is injured or is taken away while no one is looking, <clears throat> the issue between them will be settled by the taking of an oath before the Lord that the neighbor did not lay hands on the other person's property. The owner is to accept this, and no restitution is required. But if the animal was stolen from the neighbor, he must make restitution to the owner. If it was torn to pieces by a wild animal, he shall bring in the remains as evidence, and he will not be required to pay for the torn animal. If a man borrows an animal from his neighbor, and is injured or dies while the owner is not present, he must make restitution. But if the owner is with the animal, the borrower will not have to pay. If the animal was hired, the money paid for, the hire covers the loss. If a man seduces a virgin who is not pledged to be married and sleeps with her, he must pay the bride price, and she shall be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he must still pay the bride price for virgins. Do not allow a sorceress to live. Anyone who has sexual relations with an animal must be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to any god other than the Lord must be destroyed. Do not ill-treat an alien or oppress him, for you were aliens in Egypt. Do not take advantage of a widow or an orphan. If you do and they cry out to me, I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will be aroused and I will kill you with the sword. Your wives will become widows and your children fatherless. If you lend money to one of my people, people among you who is needy, do not be like a money lender. Charge him no interest. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, return it to him by sunset, because his cloak is the only covering he has for his body. What else will he sleep in? When he cries out to me, I will hear, for I am compassionate. Do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Do not hold back offerings from your granaries or your vats. You must give the firstborn of your sons. Do the same with your cattle and your sheep. Let them stay with, your mother, with their mothers for seven days, but give them to me on the eighth day. You are to be my holy people. So do not eat the meat of an animal torn by wild beasts. Throw it to the dogs. Do not spread false reports. Do not help a wicked man by being a malicious witness. Do not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you give testimony in a lawsuit, do not pervert justice by siding with the crowd, and do not show favoritism to a poor man in his lawsuit. If you come across your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, be sure to take it back to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen down under its load, do not leave it there. Be sure you help him with it. 
Do not deny justice to your poor people in their lawsuits. Have nothing to do with a false charge, and do not put an innocent or dishonest person to death, for I will not acquit the guilty. Do not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds those who see and twists the word of the righteous. Do not oppress an alien. You yourselves know how it feels to be aliens because you were aliens in Egypt. For six days you are to sow your fields and harvest the crops, but during the seventh year let the land lie unploughed and unused. Then the poor among your people may get food from it, and the wild animals may eat what they leave. Do the same with your vineyard and your olive grove. Six days do your work, but on the seventh day do not work, so that your ox and your donkey may rest, and the slave born in your household, and the alien as well, <clears throat> may be refreshed. Be careful to do everything I have said to you. Do not invoke the names of other gods. Do not let them be heard on your lips. Three times a year you are to celebrate a festival to me. Celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days. Eat bread made without yeast as I commanded you. Do this at the appointed time in the month of Abib. For in that month you came out of Egypt. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Celebrate the Feast of Harvest with the first fruits of the crops you sow in your field. Celebrate the feast of ingathering at the end of the year, when you gather in your crops from the field. Three times a year, all the men are to appear before the Lord. Do not offer the blood of a sacrifice to me along with anything containing yeast. The fat of my festival offerings must not be kept until morning. Bring the best of the first fruits of your soil to the house of the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. See, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guard you along the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to what he says. Do not rebel against him. He will not forgive your rebellion since my name is in him. If you listen carefully to what he says and do all that I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and will oppose those who oppose you. My angel will go ahead of you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites and Jebusites and I will wipe them out. Do not bow down before their gods or worship them or follow their practices. You must demolish them and break their sacred stones to pieces. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a, li a full lifespan. I will send my terror ahead of you and throw into confusion every nation you encounter. I will make all your enemies turn their backs and run. I will send the hornet ahead of you to drive the Hivites, Canaanites, and Hittites out of your way. But I will not drive them out in a single year, because the land would become desolate and the wild animals too numerous for you. Little by little I will drive them out before you, until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. I will establish your borders from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines, and from the desert to the river. I will hand over to you the people who live in the land, and you will drive them out before you. Do not make a covenant with them or with their gods. Do not let them live in your land, or they will cause you to sin against me, because the worship of their gods will certainly be a snare to you. Then he said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, <coughs> and seventy of the elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near, and the people may not come up with him. When Moses went and told the people all the Lord's words and laws, they responded with one voice, Everything the Lord has said we will do. Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said. 
He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up twelve stone pillars representing the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he sent young Israelite men, and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in, the, in bowls, and the other half he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, We will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Moses then took the blood, sprinkled it on the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the seventy elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of sapphire, clear as the sky itself. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and stay here and I will give you the tablets of stone with the laws and commands I have written for their instruction. Then Moses sat out with Joshua, his assistant, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and Hur are with you and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites the glory of the Lord looked like the consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went up on the mountain. And he stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. That's the reading for this morning. <clears throat> yes, well, um, yeah, it, it's such a good reminder for us today that, um, yeah, that because we've trusted in Jesus and uh, we're part of his church, uh, that we are to do life very differently from the nations around. Uh, this, so this is the, the uh, first Sermon on the Mount. Um, and this is what he is saying is that... Um, yeah, that uh, the way of our our God, um, yeah, should should uh, filter into every single part of life. Uh, the way that He is just should be shown in how we treat other people. Uh, the way that uh, we are to love and care for people is the way that He loves and cares for people. It's supposed to be reflected, isn't it? Um, yeah, the way that. Um, we we take ownership for our mistakes among the in the church family. Um, yeah, is a reflection on actually that, uh, yeah, that we, we acknowledge that we can make mistakes, but we make restitution for it. Uh, so this is the kind of life that we need to live. So wherever you are today, uh, know this, that you're different from the people around you. If you're going to school today um, and, you know, you're different, uh, you live a different way. So don't be sucked into that. Um, and it's great here, isn't it, seeing who it is who has given these laws. It's the, it's the one who cares passionately uh, for for the widow and the orphan, uh, he is the one who, um, when they see him, there is this revelation type uh, vision of of him that they see, isn't it? With a pavement under his feet, clear blue and sapphire and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, you, you you read these and think, man, these these rules are pretty just down the line, aren't they? They when you read them, they're one after the other, boom, 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 and necessarily not related to the one before. So don't make that mistake when you reread it. Um, but who is it who's given all these? Oh, he is the living God. Yes, the one uh, who is in heaven, but 
is connected to these people on earth through his angel, the angel of the Lord. Have a great day today. Um, and yeah, live for Jesus. And um, yeah, and look to him for all of his help today in living out uh, his ways. So follow him today. All the best. God bless. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.